Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. Everybody, the Angry Negative Show. It is Wednesday, actually, 12.05 a.m. here. Uh, September 2nd, 2020, the Flyers survive Game 5 in really, like, the most Flyers hockey game I've ever seen. Survive's the perfect word, man. Like, they shouldn't have had to survive that game. They went down one, and they go up two, and then blow a two-goal lead late in the third in, like, 94 seconds. And then they win in overtime. Just uh, that was that was peak Flyers hockey right there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not. I won't. I mean, Stan Green a negative show. So I'll get the negative stuff out of the way. Dude, they gotta fix these third periods. I know that. I know they scored. They scored a third period goal finally. What what the fuck game was this? The fifth game. Yep. Uh, I think they were getting outscored eight nothing until tonight. Did they get a third period goal last game? I think they may have. Did actually. they get any goals last game? Have they scored <laughs> any goals this whole series? Yeah, seriously. But tonight, I think they got one, uh, and they gave up two more. So I think they're, I'm think they pretty sure they're getting outscored 10-2 to two in the third period, Sounds which is right. atrocious, man. they got to fix that. Um, I'm thinking to myself with, like, four minutes left, I'm like, all right, Islanders are going to pull the goal, pull the goalie in, like, another minute. You know, they'll be six on five for three minutes, so I'll only have to have, like, a semi-heart attack. <laughs> Islanders score twice, and and now I'm just like deflated. Like I don't. How did you feel when they scored two goals? I'm like, this is. Oh, I thought for over. sure it was over. Yeah. I'm like, they're gonna score another one late, or it's gonna go to uh, OT, and they're gonna get scored on fucking immediately. But yeah, it looks like they I had thought. a third period goal last game as well. Yeah, yeah. It was I'm meaningless, sure. but it was there. Yeah, I think they're getting out. Late one by too. Provi, I believe. Yeah, he had the bomb that that wanted an overtime. Uh, Lawton deflected that one. Dude. Yes, Lawton. Two, two picture perfect deflections in this game. Something that we haven't really, if if they're start if they're learning anything, because Coots had one like this in the last game. This is how you fucking score in the playoffs. You got to get with dirty. these dirty deflections. Yeah. yeah, like it took not for... putting it right on the fucking goaltender's crest on the jersey not right mm-hmm. in the pads not these soft little fucking pillows jvr has been throwing the whole goddamn series gotta get in there and work for it man yep yeah and and speaking of jvr the goal that he scored they're not gonna get what too a many fucking of those. beauty oh, it's not God. often i say that about james van Riemsdyk, but he he just put that one away he drew scored first then jvr scored hell started to freeze over uh <laughs> nate thompson didn't have the best game though so he, the hell did not entirely freeze over, but uh, then, then of course, they had Nate Thompson out there right after they scored the first one. Now, granted, it wasn't his fault. I believe that was a Robert Haig uh, mess there in the last two goals, but uh, still, those Flyers Twitters lost their shit. Go figure. Yeah, I, dude. But, thank God my phone died, dude, because I wasn't. I'm not gonna have to do this for the for the rest of the series, I guess. Just turn my phone off. But uh, my phone died, and I'm like, you know what? Like, you'll be in a much better place. Yeah. Without and reading I, Twitter. Like, I had to log on in between the third and overtime uh, on the laptop. And I'm like, oh, my God, what? Like, of course, like, they're going to destroy. I forget who it was. Somebody got it in the same tweet, like Thompson and Hague. And I'm like, thank mm-hmm. God. Uh, wasn't 
I, I'm pretty sure I saw TK out there with Nate with Nate Thompson on one of those goals. Was that TK or was TK, that TK? I don't how many. Uh, let's see, what was his time on ice? He only played 18 minutes, but it felt like he was out there all night. Yeah, he had a decent game too. I was happy with what I saw. Two from assists, the guy four shots yeah. on goal, two penalty minutes, three hits. Dude, and they were throwing the body around too, man. He may not be scoring yet, but he's really been, especially the last two or three games, just everywhere. Yeah. Starting to ramp it up a little bit. Yeah. This is, uh, if I don't, I don't think the Islanders are afraid because I think they're just like a fucking machine. They're, they're like the fucking devils, man. What What was this devils like from the nineties? They used to play like this. A lot of people are starting to, to say that two thousand three or something like that. Yeah. You remember Dominic Roussel? I do. Yeah. So I think we're friends on Facebook, and he he had mentioned that as well, that the Islanders remind him of the. Devils from the nineties, yeah. and I'm like, "Well, that sucks." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really. I think they're so a little well faster the than the Devils from the nineties, but uh, yeah, the the theory is there. Yeah, Barry Trotz led team is just just brutal to uh, to watch. Interesting little factoid I saw during the game. Uh, so Elaine Vigneault has coached a team back from three to one. I don't know if you saw this during the I think broadcast. They said twice, didn't they? Was it twice? I believe they said, I don't know which that would be off the top of my head without looking it up, but I believe they said twice. Okay. Uh, definitely one was when he was with the New York Rangers against the uh, Barry Trotz coached Capitals, which I thought was very interesting. History is uh, going to repeat itself. Is that what you're suggesting? Dude, this, this was the type of game that. I think we've been waiting for them to play. Yes. Like, it I've wasn't been waiting boring. for this for three weeks now. Yeah. Yeah, it would look like the Flyers again. And I think they have to be encouraged by that. Uh, from start to finish, they played. Now, it was unfortunate, the two goals they gave up at the end, because it left like a sour taste Ugh. in your mouth, you know? Uh, if they could have won that 3-1 in regulation, even added an empty net or something, I think they, they go into the next game feeling a lot more confident. Uh, having said that, they did something that's pretty tough. They staved off elimination. They win one more, and the, the seventh game's a toss-up. You know, you go out and win one game at a time. I'll tell you what. Monkey's off Giroux's back. Monkey's off JVR's back. Did you see how excited they both were when they scored? Yeah. I love that, dude. I love that. That's huge. Matt Niskanen. We don't have to answer tonight. any media questions tomorrow about not scoring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Every question is going to be, now that the monkey's off your back, right? It's like, dude... Uh, Niskanen had a bomb. I was pumped when I saw him score, dude. I, I think he needed one too. Uh, he hasn't been playing very well. Uh, I think I saw, I want to say it was either Charlie O'Connor or Alex Appleyard put out a stat, uh, that they've had literally between Braun and Niskanen, literally no zone entries at all during all 13 games in the, um, since plays began. And I was just astonished by that. How is that possible? Like they haven't oh, carried the puck Braun's into the job, offensive first zone. And foremost. Well, yeah, okay. So Niskanen, let's say that for Braun. Niskanen has really been bad for yeah. most of this series, and we, we talked about that. The episode doesn't come out. We talked about it this morning uh, with Anthony. We interviewed uh, Robbie Stanley, who's a Nashville Predators correspondent for NHL.com, and these similarities between the Flyers and Nashville. Everything he was talking about was well, the team is better on paper than they were on the ice, and the mentality's not there, and they're not, you know, the, the personalities don't mesh. And, and all the stuff we were talking about, it seemed to match so well. And, uh, you know, one of those was 
you know, the, the defenseman not necessarily living up to the hype. And Niskanen was one of those guys, you know, I said it during the episode, I think this was a, I think he really got hurt by the, 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 the time off. Yeah. The resting, he rested and rusted, I believe is the mm. uh, phrase there. Because he has looked pretty bad, especially as it's drawn on. He did score a goal tonight. Hopefully this kind of gets his mind right as well. So... Yeah, it gets them into it a little bit. Like, they're contributing. Now you're a part of this. It you know what I mean? It looks like Elaine Vio did come back against the Islanders. Uh... Maybe he did it twice with the Rangers. Because the one I definitely saw was with the Rangers. Who are a part of a 3-0 series comeback with the Canucks. This article is not very well written. (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. It goes on forever. Coyotes? No, the Coyotes shouldn't be involved in any of this. (laughs) (sighs) Fuck. Anyway, what the hell were we talking about? Uh, We were comparing the Predators to the Flyers. We were talking about... How JBR drew Niskanen all off the schneid. Uh, Scotty Lawton, I thought, had a fantastic game. Set up JBR on the one. Tips in the winner from Provorov. Gotta be his confidence. As head coach, the New York Rangers, Vigneault rallied his men back from a 3-1 deficit against the Penguins before falling to the Kings in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, So that would have been, what, 2014? The Kings and the Rangers? And uh, fuck! <laughs> I can't believe the Rangers didn't win a fucking Stanley Cup after all those those good seasons, man. Thank God they didn't. But that was the thing with Nashville today too. We were really getting into the coaching and and David Poyle and their future, and they may start burning it down soon. And he's a hell of a GM, Poyle. Been around since. Day one of the Nashville Predators. I was with yeah, the really... Capitals for like 15 years before that. Wow. He's 70 now. Jesus. That's what I said, too. I didn't actually... I was funny. I had his wiki up looking at all this stuff when I took notes. Didn't pay attention to his age. And uh, the guy... And uh, Robbie's like, you know, he's 70 now. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I knew like he retire. was around forever, but... Actually, I guess if that was my job, too, I could do that forever. Fuck. Just That's what they said. They're together. like, he's going to... If something happens, he's going to get, quote-unquote, like, promoted, you know, kind of like the Holmgren thing, where he wasn't okay. fired as much as he was, just kind of put on, you know, early uh, retirement or whatever. Yeah. So, um, Managing the uh, team from the shadows. Yeah, like home, like yeah, Honda. something like that. <laughs> well, the other uh, story of this game was the injuries. Couturier yeah. left after taking a knee-on-knee collision and did not return. Uh, it was late in the second, and Barzell, uh, assumingly his eye is still in his head, but he took <laughs> a stick to the eye on a Claudrou follow-through from a pass, just kind of wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. Um, the fact that Couturier did not come back tells you pretty much all you need to know uh, as far as how bad it was. Uh, this is the same fucker who not two years ago played through a torn ACL or whatever it was, after Gudis hip-checked him in fucking training camp. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Barzell was fucking scary. 
there have I don't think there's been any official updates yet. I haven't really been looking, but um, I took a stick. He was bleeding. It was hard to tell where it was because he had the he had the towel to his face and his hair was long. Just the camera angle he had the one time he pulled it away, you can tell it was bleeding. I believe on the inside of his nose, but I don't know how close it got to the eye. But that was scary. Yeah, I don't want to speculate too much on the Coots injury, but the way his knee bends is it reminded me of the Carson Wentz hit the year they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, where his leg kind of just bent in a way where you usually tear like ligaments you know yeah. uh like i said i'm not going to speculate but for him not to come back that that was telling enough for me and the yeah. fact that he didn't come back pretty much tells you all you need to know if, if there was a way he wouldn't have been out there on one leg mm-hmm. uh if you're if you're not gonna return during the stanley cup playoffs you're fucking hurt yep. <laughs> that's typically the uh the the line there but yeah there was the one it was a fucking brutal one with sanheim was it last game or two games ago? And he got knee yeah, on knee. Yeah. Except that he did like a barrel dirty, roll. For- yeah, that would look fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the barrel Not roll even forward a pen- and everything. Was it even a penalty? I don't even think it like, he got a penalty. Oh, they don't call penalties in this series. you kidding me? Yeah, for real. But that, um, Didn't they call a couple bad ones today? Jesus or or Vigneault got another one. Bad one after bad one. Oh, the reviewed goal. Yeah. The uh, What a weird... I couldn't see the puck the entire time, so I'm like, they're re- they're gonna. Oh wait, that was the goalie interference one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm talking the goalie interference one, not the Kevin Hayes one. We'll talk about that. Yeah, one, yeah, because that was that was weird in its own right. But this this goalie interference, Flyers Twitter really melted down about this, and I kind of I see why, but I don't. Like this was one of those things where Pitlick put Barzell in the net. Like, that was all his fault. And then Provorov got in real close on Hart. And, yeah, he probably could have got out. But at the same time, there's enough justification there where he couldn't have got out. And I think that's what ultimately happened there. And that's one of those things, like, everybody's like, oh, that's not a goal. But here's the thing. If that was the Flyers, if Adam Pellick pushed Kevin Hayes into Varlamov and there was another Islander there, you know, all kind of on top of him, and Claude Drew put it in the net when nobody was looking, that kind of thing. Like, everybody would call it a goal, right? I think it was one of those calls that, as far as bullshit goalie interference goes, I, I'm not overly angry with that one. Yeah, so you know what makes it easier, too? The fact that they won is kind it of just like, oh, yeah, you know, that happens. Whereas if they lost, I'd been like, dude, he didn't try to get the fuck out of the crease. He made sure he stayed right where he was. He knew what was going on because he did. He he was like, you know what? I got pushed here. I don't have to move. They can move me out if they want. And oops, we scored. Yeah. That's that's what it looked like. But uh, at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, they're not going to reverse this. Like, no. They're clear. He clearly was pushed into the crease. Like so, and and you know, like the slow mo replay makes it look like he was in there for a fucking hour. Like he was probably in there for <laughs> yeah, like five that was, seconds. You that know was the I mean? other thing. They're doing the slow mo because the puck, uh, whoever the hell was carrying it behind the net, they went behind and essentially banked it off of. Uh, yeah. Whoever the hell it was, so it looked like he was in there for a hundred years, but it was probably a play that lasted four seconds. Yeah, it was like bang bang. Yeah, he gets uh, pushed into the net. He gets up. Next thing he knows, the puck's going in off his skate or his shin or whatever. Looks like the Canucks just beat the Golden Knights to stay alive in their series. How about that? A couple Thatcher, of games. Thatcher Demko's first NHL playoff win. That did they play last night? I feel like they did, but maybe okay, they that explains it. Maybe it was two nights ago. I don't know. Whoever the hell happened here. 
Yeah, let the kid go, man. They're going to have to pay Markstrom, so you might as well get the kid some experience. They've got Thatcher Demko and Mikey DiPietro on their system, and they want to pay Markstrom to keep him around. I can't quite figure that one out. but Nah, he's going to get paid, too, like five, six million. There's quite a few solid teams year. looking for starters. Yeah, I'd Toronto, go, Carolina, Calgary, yeah. Edmonton. Dude, as much as I Only love one of those teams can flyers. get Holtby. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that kind of stuff. Because there's going to be a lot of interesting, juicy moves. Well, and even with about the, a month. Uh, yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully it takes a little longer. Hopefully the Flyers win a couple more games here. Uh, but that, that Sarah Valley list, there's some interesting names on there, man. Flyers got two names on there. So if you guys haven't seen that already, JVR and Ghost are in the top six for uh, TSN's Frank Saravalli's, uh most likely to be traded list. That's interesting. But, you know, it, it's a good day. Flyers won. JVR got a goal. Ghost couldn't mess up because he wasn't in the lineup. So let's let's talk about the Flyers a little bit more, I guess. Yeah, we did a whole uh, <laughs> off-season preview with Anthony after the interview today, which we have on Thursday. Because we didn't want to talk about the game and then put it out and they get fucking eliminated, you know, right <laughs> before we put the episode out. So we tried to keep that as uh, uh, generic as we could on there. But they won. Who else, who else stood out to you today, man? Because I feel like so many players had it going on. I was I was Pitlick really, is really... on fire lately. Yeah, man. Pitlick looks really great. Uh Voracek, I thought dude, Voracek, Voracek was, all was over the skating offensive for zone. his fucking life in the third period and overtime. He I was hustling. He had some fire in his ass. I don't know what his problem was, but uh I love it. Man, you know, Faraby you know looks I... great lately. Like Yeah. Actually I, this goes back to what I was talking about, like there's nobody. I'm still not angry at any one particular person in this lineup right now. Mm-mm. We can hate the fourth line and blame everything on Thompson all you want, but realistically speaking, nobody's really bad. I haven't, no. and that's kind of been the issue all playoffs. Is there's not been that one guy besides Derek Grant. Derek Grant blows ass, but other than that, everybody else is doing fine. They just weren't converting. And nights like tonight, where they can convert and win a fucking hockey game, like it's a lot easier to praise these shitheads. Yeah. If the Flyers are winning games 4-3, 4-2, and, you know, Nate Thompson is getting scored on once or twice a game, then I can, I can, I I would understand. All right, let's poop on Nate Thompson. But if the Flyers are losing games and they can't score more than three goals, two goals, and Nate Thompson's the guy you want to talk about, I can't, I can't, I can't let it happen. Um, Even Charlie O'Connor said that complaining about fourth liners isn't even the top 10 things that are wrong with this team right now. And I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Because you know why? Because that's who everybody gets their stuff from. Yep. You know, like, uh, like O'Connor, Appleyard, uh, Keffer, Keffer. Yeah. Everyone, everyone gets their arguments from those guys Mm -hmm. tweets. And for O'Connor to put out what he put out, I'm like, thank God. Now you can all just stop for a little bit. You know, like Nate Thompson's not going out there and, losing you games and i don't want to talk too much about nate thompson because you know we got guys like Giroux and jvr getting off the schneid today but um he's not the reason they're losing you know can we talk uh, about that were you were you listening to the game fucking uh, boucher and uh jones you were just burying the flyers six feet under all night long you know why well, crowd up their asses but uh part of me thinks that they have to because you know they were two former flyers script. doing a flyers game you know I found that they were at odds doing a lot of stuff. You know, like some one guy would say, oh, Flyers are playing great. And then the other guy would say, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's right. like they were, especially the last one, um, 
So Boucher was just mad as fuck at Carter Hart at those last two goals. And I'm watching this and going like, <laughs> it's not really Carter Hart's fault here, Boosh. But, geez, they were going back and forth all night just with this Flyers bullshit. Were they really? Mm. Like, I had to sound on, but I, I wasn't actually, like, tuned. Like, I guess I tune out. It's like, Milbury isn't even here, and I enjoyed the com- I, 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 I did not enjoy the commentary tonight. Mm, I started tuning them out. See, you know what, dude? I'm wondering if it's like... You know, we didn't hear too much of these guys before because Milbury talked so much. Probably. Now I'm picking on other things. They were better than Milbury, but when they're out there alone, it's like, oh, God. Yeah. Why don't we get fucking JJ? Why is this all national? You know what? Um, Yeah, you remember the the Capitals guy, Joe Bedinati? Didn't he used to do a lot of national games? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, JJ's good enough. I I just saw a ranking thing. I I think it was from last season or this season. The Flyers have the... Seventh least homerish, uh, or seventh best uh, broadcast booth out of all 31, 32 teams, whatever it is now. Hmm. I remember they came in seventh for whatever it was. It was like least homerish or best broadcast. I could look it up real quick. I don't know. I got the fucking world at my fingertips, and I'm gonna guess. <laughs> <laughs> JJ's great. Clement is occasionally fine. I just I more enjoy his nonsense than anything. Jonesy's good. Uh, Morganti really hasn't been around lately. I love Morganti too. I really enjoy Al. He should uh. Uncle Al. Yeah. Uh, who the hell's the other guy? Here we go. Your your 2019 local NHL announcer rankings. <laughs> Guess who's 31? Is it Boston? Yeah. Yeah, this is the list that I saw. Awfulannouncing.com. <laughs> it's one of those ones that's going to take me forever to scroll down. It keeps resetting every time I scroll. Mm. All right, here we go. All right, so number one is not going to show up. All right, number one is the Dallas Stars. Josh Bogorad and Daryl Ray. Hmm. Number two. Let me hear but okay. Yeah, number two, St. Louis Blues, John Kelly and Darren Pang. Number three, it's Blackhawks, Eddie Olchek and Steve Conroy, Pat Foley, whoever that is. Uh, Ottawa Senators have like fucking seven guys, so I'm not even going to read them. Probably for Five, uh, English and French. Oh, you know what? Let me double check that. You might be right. Per yeah. NHL, Thatcher Demko is the 15th goalie in NHL history to make his first Stanley Cup playoff start in an, elimination, in an elimination game and win. He's also the second in about 24 hours after Michael Hutchinson did so last night. How about that? Oh, Hutchinson played a hell of a game. saves on 44 shots. Jesus. Yeah. That game's wild. I thoroughly enjoyed this series. This yeah, Dallas, This Dallas-Colorado series is not allowed to end either. It's just fucking mayhem. It's fucking great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything that the Flyers Islanders series is It's the is complete not. opposite. It's just fucking the Wild West out there. All right, yeah. So the Jim Jackson, this has Bill Clement. Jim Jackson, Keith Jones, Bill Clement came in at number seven with 39.64%. They'd be higher if they ditched Taron Hatcher. Oh, yeah, maybe so. John Forslund's on here at six, and that's who we're listening to in the bubble. Yeah. Joe Micheletti for the Rangers is fifth. Uh, and yeah, and yeah, that's pretty much it. John Forslund, Ed Old Chick, Darren Pang's pretty cool. He's kind of nerdy, but he's he's not bad. I could listen to Darren Pang. Provorov played twenty nine minutes tonight. He was a beast, man. Sandheim twenty seven. 
Niskanen 24, Myers 24, <laughs> Haig 16, Braun 20. Feels like uh, those were a lot more uh, top-loaded than they have been over the last few uh, games. Yeah, and that's how it should be. You know what? <clears throat> Excuse me. Here's something interesting. So I was talking to Topher earlier today, I think, and we were having a, a Nate Thompson discussion. It was a good one. Uh, and I brought up the fact that, I mean, we were questioning Nate Thompson, why he was playing so much and, you know, who could play in place of Nate Thompson and, you know, what's the point of still having him in, you know, cause he's not contributing to the team's success. And, you know, of course I gave my point. Uh, he serves a purpose, you know, and the, uh, topic of ice time came up and through a period or two of play in these past couple of games, Nate Thompson is close. He's not averaging more, but he's close to the same ice time as players like Claude Giroux, as players like Borchek, Konechny, you know what I mean? Uh, and it, I don't think it should be like that. I don't think anybody really does. Uh, but somebody put out a tweet, I think it was uh, Puck Sauce. I wish I knew his real fucking name so I wouldn't have to call him Puck Sauce, Flyers Puck Sauce on Twitter. He doesn't deserve a real name. He has some bad takes, right? Oh, yeah. So he put out he played, that... Clo- uh Nate Thompson played the sixth most minutes for forwards tonight. And that's a little bit crazy to me. So I think heading into the third or maybe even the way they finished, somebody had... It was Giroux had like 14 minutes and 27 seconds of ice time, and Nate Thompson had like 14 minutes and 10 seconds. And I'm like, this is a fucking elimination game. We need Claude Giroux to score, and Nate Thompson almost is playing as much as he is. That's one of those things. Like, as much as I don't have a problem with Nate Thompson, I do have a problem with Lamy Yo putting that fourth line out there as heavy as he is. Yeah, I and, don't and get it. It was the I same thing in the it. Montreal series where it's like, uh, I forget it was game four or five, whenever the hell it was. Like, you're in the third period and you're down by a goal, so you put your fourth line out there. And then you tie the game up and you immediately put your fourth line back out there again. Like, what are you doing? You know, that's, that's Dave Haxtell 101 right there. And I get what you're trying to do. You're using them as a shutdown line, which is questionable in its own right. But yeah, win a fucking game here. Win or go home and you're going to put fucking Nate Thompson out there? Like that, the the deployment is my issue far more than the player themselves. Uh, Thompson's a capable hockey player. It's just he's being relied on a little too heavily right now. And when he's sixth on forwards and ice time in an elimination game where you won in overtime because your dumbasses blew it in the third period, not a good look. Uh yeah. Uh, I I don't really understand it. I know. So my argument for having Thompson in the lineup is that he's always busting his ass out there, even if, you know, he's not the most skilled, so he's going to, like, get dominated sometimes. But he's he doesn't ever stop working hard. He had 69. He won 69% of faceoffs tonight. I'm assuming that he's in there for to win the faceoffs, to get possession of the puck. Flyers are a puck possession team. You need to win faceoffs in order to get possession of the puck. What happens after that? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm they're not going out there to get hemmed in their zone, you know? So the more he's out there, though, the more likely he is to make a mistake. And you bet your ass that he's under a magnifying glass. Like, people cannot wait for him to fuck up. 
So having him out there for 17 minutes and 33 seconds is a bit much for even me. Like, oh, I, I don't want to see him out there that much. I'm watching the uh, post-game report and just saw the Couturier hit. His knee bends in a way it's yeah, not supposed that's to. brutal. Like oh, there's extends. the overhead of the Barzell run. See, in real time, that's like six seconds. It looks so much worse in slow-mo than it did there. He definitely could have got out there. But, I think uh, so, too. It, yeah, he yeah, he did a lot of standing. He definitely could have got out of there if he wanted, but he's also, he liked... Pitlick is behind him, and Provorov's kind of there as well, so I get I get where they're coming from, where they he couldn't. There's, there's enough probable cause there where he couldn't, but he yeah. really could have if he wanted to. But yeah, he didn't really directly interfere with Hart, either. That was that was all Pitlick. That was lying Ooh. on the fucking crease, you idiot. <laughs> Get up. He could have went either way. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't have been surprised either way. But the thing is that he helped contribute directly to the goal. Like That Niskanen only... goal. He was all alone over there. When he scored, you mean? Nobody was even by him. <laughs> Everybody's like was... on the, the far side, and he's just over there chilling. On Niskanen's bomb, you mean? Yeah. Dude, that was a fucking hell of a shot, man. Oh, there's a fucking high stick again. Jesus Christ. Does it hit him in the eyeball? Did it's... he get prongered? Imagine I... his career's done. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. let's hope not. Barzal's a fucking hell of a player, man. If he can man. be done for this series, I'm fine. Yeah. We can go back next year and be all fine and healthy with him two eyeballs, but Jesus, that's fucking gruesome. I can't I tell like... from the angles, but man. If Coots can't play, Barzal should be able to play. Somebody said that on Twitter. They're like, somebody take up Barzell. And like five minutes later, he loses an eye. And it's like, oh, that feels bad now. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I hope you're okay. But, uh, you know, don't come back anytime soon. Yeah. Take the rest of the series off. God, Scott Lawton's murder face after he scored that goal was incredible. <laughs> TK with a couple assists tonight. Up to four now. He and Hayes are playing like fucking madmen out there. But just really ain't seeing the... Results, which has been the fucking name of the game for the Flyers in the playoffs here, but yo, dude, this is the kind of game that they needed, though. Yes, like everybody got, you like, needed TK to get the monkey assists. off the back of four of your players. Hayes assists, Couturier assists. You know, if Niskanen, JVR, G, and Lawton all scored four of the players that have struggled the most. TK got two assists. Hayes got an assist. They both played great. Now you're uh, down, Couturier. You know what I absolutely love to see, dude. All the forwards have. All the ones that you want to see ice time from got ice time. And I, I'm i sure maybe Couturier's injury contributed some of this. Uh, connect me. 13 I'm 40 sh- there for Couturier, who missed the entire third period. Yeah, that definitely contributed then. Because Hayes is over here with 23 minutes of ice time. Yeah. Pitlick, Lawton, Lawton 17. Connect me, 18. Rain Reamsdyke, 17. Uh, Giroux with 20. Like, that never happens. Uh, 17 Thompson, 17 Farabee. Uh, 20. Jake Voracek with 20 minutes. Awesome game. Didn't show up on the score sheet. Plus two. Three shots on goal. He was playing his goddamn heart out there in the end. I fucking love it, dude. You know what I, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, been... dude. He looked like a different guy. And and that's the guy that we want to see every shift, right? And yes. that, that's why you kind of get frustrated with Voracek a little bit. My biggest issue with Voracek overall is like, he can play. That yeah. fucker can really play hard when he wants to, but he just doesn't do it very often. We're finally seeing post-Christmas Jake Voracek again. Yeah, man. For what he it's can... worth here, the last time Giroux broke 20 minutes was February 20th. 
Wow. Playoffs and regular season combined. The last time he played more than 20 minutes was February 20th against the Blue Jackets. Like, unleash him. Like, you don't have to... What are you saving him up for? Like, unleash him. I, I do think that has a lot to do with why Nate Thompson's been playing so many minutes, though. Uh, not to not to harp on any negative things because there's... You know, it hasn't been a lot of uh, positive things to say about the Flyers until tonight, but I think there has been a reason why Thompson's getting so many minutes. I think we talked about this before. Like, guys just haven't been showing up. And if, if you're paying attention to what Elaine Vigneault's been saying in his news conferences and whatnot, he'll he'll compliment players like Nate Thompson, but it's also like, I don't want to say a backhanded uh, compliment to the other guys. It's kind of like if... if Nate Thompson, if you're talking about Nate Thompson, who's perceived to be as the worst player on your team, and you're saying that he's been playing the, the only guy that's putting on his big boy pants, that means the other guys need to fucking wake up, is what I took out of that. Yeah. You know? If Nate Thompson's pushing you for minutes, you better get your shit together. You know, that's how that's how AV does. We've seen it all year. Why? And I guess why should we expect it to change now? The guys who go out and bust their ass are the guys who are going to get the minutes. So to me, if Nate Thompson's fucking getting 17 minutes and you're only getting a couple seconds more than him, to me that's a message. Like, yeah. yo, like, I better get my shit together. I know that I'm worlds better than this guy, and he's almost playing more than I am. But Who uh, who do you think replaces Katuria if he can't go? Uh, this is tough, man. Uh, uh, who's been who's been playing? Uh, I think Raffle's been skating, right? Raffle... Was out again tonight, assumingly still dealing with a lingering injury. I theorized on Twitter earlier that Bunneman's going to be the guy to replace him in the depth and Lawton's going to get promoted again to the second yeah. line. Does, G, does Giroux go to center? He played center the rest of the game, I believe. Uh, God, he almost has to, doesn't he? Yeah, so you go maybe Giroux, Hayes, Lawton. Hayes, Lawton. Because Lawton was playing with JVR and... I saw a lot of people, this is just everybody got their fucking hard cocks out for Morgan Frost again. <laughs> Frost is going to come in. Now listen, if there was ever a chance for him to come yeah. in, losing Gaturi is the guy. However, I still don't still don't believe it. If if he comes in, he, he goes on a wing somewhere. Can you imagine if he gets... We talked about this before we went on air. Can you imagine if Morgan Frost got crushed like Joel Farabee did tonight? It would shatter in a million pieces fucking like a, like, a, like an icicle. And it was uh, brutal. Wasn't yeah, illegal, man. I don't think. No. But it was fucking brutal. Yeah, it looked like a fucking car crash to me, dude. It like was, he it just... was, Freeby was at such a weird angle. He was crouched down for whatever reason, and Pellick just stood him up. <laughs> and he followed through, and he laid him down. And everybody immediately goes, well, it's a headshot. Well, I mean, it was. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it was an intentional headshot. I think uh, just Freeby was at a weird angle there, and Pellick was gonna follow through one way or the other so i don't think you see any uh discipline for that one no I, and I, I would honestly i mean if you do like fine like pelic is <laughs> losing pelic for a game again would be uh yeah great we, we like he's i think he's extremely underrated yes like cause he he does the job back there he's not flashy um but he's a big body blocks shots he disrupts play in his own zone uh Plays a clean game. I mean, I felt like that hit was more Faraby running. I'm not going to say Faraby running into Pellet because it was, you know, it was like two trains colliding and the bigger one won, you know? Um, it was Faraby trying to 
receive a pass or get a pass or get a puck or whatever the fuck he was doing and put himself vulnerable and Pelic just lit him the fuck up. Yeah. I don't think that was a bad hit at all. No, and, and I admire players that make the play that Faraby made. He gave up his body to make the play. and I admire you know. players that make the hit that fucking Pelic made. Yeah. Or a goddamn hit, would you? Dude, he got crunched, man. Like, I could actually hear the crunch in his body when I happened. You can hear happened. it from here, from fucking Toronto. Yeah, and hopefully Farabee's all right, man. He's going to be a little fucking sore tomorrow, that's for sure. Didn't they already set him out once or twice because he got killed by Shea Weber in the first series? Oh my god, dude! Imagine having to deal with Shea Weber and then Adam this Pella. poor fucker. <laughs> yeah, what's he dude, listed like at right it now? Off, man. Uh, he's listed Probably. at six foot one sixty three. Yeah, soaking wet. Yeah, one sixty three. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was uh, who was I talking? One sixty four. Mm. Well, in that case, I was talking to. Uh, I think it was Settlemyer, and I forget what Giroux's listed at on there. I think he may be listed at like five ten, five eleven, and he was like, he was like, a, he was like, I think that's bullshit. Basically, he goes, he's definitely not five ten. I'm like, damn, really? I was listed at five eleven, one eighty five. Yeah, he was like, yeah, that's a joke. Joke is in taller or shorter? Like shorter, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. We used to do that uh, when I played soccer in college. We would have to get weighed and uh, measured. And I remember being measured at 5'10", and uh, my weight at the time, because I, I had lost a shit ton of weight, I weighed like 155, 160. And they go, but we'll put you 5'10", 175. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever. So I definitely jacked stuff up. Drew a goal and an assist tonight. JVR, one goal. Like, that was the most useful JVR has been as a player in, like, Yo, he was flying. his return to Philadelphia. Hey man, they all he dropped the anchor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he fucking did, dude. Giroud dropped the anchor with his fucking deflection. Lawton Beautiful. dropped the anchor. Like God forbid, we stand in the lane and deflect pucks in. Like it's like a fucking it's not rocket science. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they come out in next game now because what we've seen is some inconsistency with this team. I I really like that AV called out the veteran guys, I think it was yesterday, they have a chance to uh, rewrite their legacy, I think I is how like he said it. I need like three days off after this game to recover. When do they play next, Thursday? Thursday, I don't think there's been a time yet, but it seems like seven because this uh, Vegas-Vancouver series is going one more game, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to move, I'm going to have to move some stuff around. I didn't, I really didn't think that they were going to keep going, so. I should have known. This is fucking peak flyers, man. They'll win the next two, and then they'll. They're gonna our... make it to game seven and lose in like quadruple overtime, just in the most heartbreaking fashion. Do you remember when they used to play like the Devils and the Sabers, and they would take it to like game six or game seven and just get the doors blown off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would lose like mm. eight to two or some shit to the Sabers, and it's like, why? Why do I do this to myself? And like you watch from start to finish too. This game itself, like I was so downtrodden. In this, like halfway through the game, where it looks like they came out in the first and they did exactly what they did in the, uh, did in the second period last game, they just threw everything in the kitchen sink at the Islanders. Though nothing was actually a quality chance, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And then the Islanders score, and then the Flyers score. And I'm like, okay, they're not done yet. And then they wrapped up two right away, and it's like, oh my god, they're gonna do it. And then they blow the lead with 94 seconds left in the third. And then they go to they're OT, gonna... and I'm like, oh, here's a heartbreaker for us. And then they yeah. fucking scored. So. I'm over at my friend's house, and I'm like, you know what? I can't. 
I don't want to allow myself to get excited because like there, if there's an overtime, all right, so here's the thing. So when I'm watching, uh, like at my house or somebody else's house, like I could sit on the couch. Like I don't want to get too excited, you know, once overtime comes, I'm on my feet. I'm like, my eyes are glued to the TV. Like I have to be able to see, you know, they got to make this pass, make that pass. Oh my God, they're going to score. You know what I mean? So yeah. ah, dude, I wasn't even so... excited when they won. I was just relieved. Oh, dude, I yelled. I was in bat. Like I was in bat. Like, yeah. Fuck. I didn't need to. Uh... Apparently the hits were 56 to 53 in favor of the Islanders, which seems 56. Oh, I thought you said 56 to three. I'm like, I saw more than three. 56 to 53, which still seems like Cal Clutterbuck credited for eight hits. Matt Martin had seven. Casey Zizekas had seven. How did the Flyers rack up that many? Coots had five. Lawton's five. Grant four. Thompson three. I'll be at eight. He was flying around, yeah. Haig three. Huh. What's yeah, spread around? Every nice single game. person was credited for a hit. Albeku Bell, eight minutes, eight hit. I'm sorry, eleven minutes, eight hits. <laughs> three giveaways, though. Shit. I haven't really noticed him much lately. No. No. If he could just bring some energy, he'd do his job He's at this been, point. Uh, sent away to the fourth line hell. Yeah. Thompson's Why is fault. there an Edmonton Chicago game on TV with fans right now? What is this? Edmonton Chicago. Yeah, there's fans in the building. Who could possibly care about Edmonton Chicago? Oh, some hockey culture feature. I see. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Uh, that makes more sense. I was baffled as to what I was watching. Oh shit! It is yeah, very man. late. <laughs> I know this is the latest we've ever gone. Perfect night. Forty-six a.m. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Flyers won. I mean, Flyers pretty much touched won, on it all, man. They survive. Live to fight another day, like Farmer Live to fight said. another day. The Islanders will have last change in the next game, however. I feel like the Flyers have been playing better when they don't have last change. I feel like it really doesn't matter. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't think it. they've utilized it one way or the other. No. 0-2 in the power play. I believe that brings them to 0 for 46, I believe was the number. Yeah, or 4 for 46, right? Yeah, 4 for 46. They've been, they're moving the puck around a little bit. It's getting better, but they just weren't It's going to come. Did, was that power play? Was that in overtime or was that late in the third and they blew it? Yeah, they had one in overtime. I think <sighs> Matt Martin tripped somebody up. Four for 46 and they blew one in overtime. Like, if there was ever a time. I have to go through and watch every single one of these power plays because some of the ways they've lost uh, or have not scored have been incredible. And there was a six on four they didn't capitalize on. I believe there was a five on three they didn't capitalize on. Mm-hmm. I think there was there's all kinds of wacky ones. And I was going to document as what happened, and I never got around to it. So we have to go back and watch all these goals and see how it happened. But Dude, I'm thinking Fuck. this was the first game where I think a team had over three pa- three power plays. Uh, yes. So I think next game we're going to see a couple power plays for the Flyers, and I think that they're finally going to get it clicking. The Flyers don't get power plays. Yeah, I'm the way the Islanders least... have played this series is fucking brutal it's... with this refing bullshit. Yeah, I'm feeling power plays, dude. I'm feeling. I'm and I feeling... don't mind that. I don't. I don't mind. So I should point that out. I don't mind the the no calls. But when you fucking call, who was it? Was it TK for holding early in the game, and he wasn't even near the guy? God, I was furious with that one. 
God, I don't call ticky tack fucking calls and then blatant slashings and interferences go uncalled. If you're going to yeah. swallow your whistle, swallow your fucking whistles, you assholes. But I don't know. Yeah, there's one. Yeah. I think it was a hold on Konechny or something along those lines. God, it was just the guy was entering the zone and Konechny just put his hand out and they called it holding. Like, fuck off. Uh, that was tonight, right? I believe so, yeah. Uh, whoops. Carter Sorry. Hart of the Flyers becomes the fifth active goaltender to win an elimination game before his 23rd birthday. The others, Varlamov, Murray, Holtby, and Price. Wow, pretty good company. I believe he is uh, top 10 in Flyers goalie wins at this point as well. I saw that. With He's got eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> got eight, which puts him in the top ten. He is 37 behind Ron Hextall for first place and 142 behind Patrick Waugh for first place in NHL history. Wow. Dude, 16 this year, 16 next year, and he's, you know, he ain't that far behind Hextall. Let's see. The other numbers are ridiculous above him. He may be goalie wins. Can you hear my computer running in the background? No. Let's see if I. What if I turn it this way? That has to be getting picked up on the recording, and it's loud. No, I don't hear it. I hear like a cricket or something outside, a cicada or whatever the fuck they are. Hmm. Well, we got fucked up my mic. Everything's loose. What was I looking up here? Carter Hart stuff. Flyers. Goalie. Want. They usually have what I need here. Yes. Let's see here. Wins. <laughs> Carter Hart with eight is tied for 10th place with Garth Snow, Mike Layton. Michael Layton. Some Mike. Mike Layton. He'll be number nine is Czech Monic with nine. Stevenson has 10. Baron and Peters have 11. Lindbergh had 12. Esch had 13. Boucher, 21. Perrant, 35. And Hextall, 45. Not exactly an intimidating list there. No. No, he's going to be at the top of that in no time. I'll say within the next three to five years, he's at the top of that comfortably. Steve, Steve Mason had two. Elliot has two. Briz had five. Neuvers had three. Mrazek no, had wish. zero. Oh, my God. Only dude. 26 goalies in Flyers history have a playoff win. That's a lot, I feel like. Huh. 26 and 50 How fast years? they burn through goalies? It's like a goalie every... Oh, well, yeah, I guess they're not making the playoffs every year, too. How many uh, people played... It's uh, thirty-four have played at least one playoff game. Johan Bachlin played a minute. <laughs> Johan Bachlin. <laughs> Wait, why did he play a minute? I think he came up on a podcast some, one time. He just got lit up or something. Oh, he got hurt. He got hurt. That's what it was. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Supposedly he was a real good dude, came in for a minute and got hurt. I forget what happened. Antero Nittimacki. I love Nittimacki. Two games with zero wins. That's Looks a shame, like both dude. were 
replace. 413 goals against 826 save percentage. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> eh, that's good, Ray. though. Ray Emery, three games, one win. Dude, I was talking to Settlemeyer. He said if Emery, he said the players thought if Emery was the goalie in that Stanley Cup final, they would have won. Because he started the year as their goalie. Wasn't he I mean, gone in like November or something? Yeah, he had that degenerative hip disease, uh, injury or whatever. They had to like cut a hole out of his yeah. fucking something and fix it. Uh, he didn't even play much that year. That was the Bush Leighton uh, run. Yeah, man. <clears throat> yep. I was like, clear my throat right into the mic. Uh, dude, uh, you know what I noticed? I I cough at least once an episode. Yeah. And I can't like I can't stop that. What am I supposed to do? You know what I, I saw? You can invest in a cough button. Yeah. So like they have one, cough buttons. You you knew about this? Yeah. All right. Well, my Christmas is coming. <laughs> I'll get I'll get everybody cough buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I need one because I notice and I like I laugh now, but it annoys the hell out of me. I'm like, dude, every episode at least one time. I think we've already you done call. it at least once or twice tonight. Yeah. And no matter where I do it, it always catches it. I need a good uh, omnidire- uh, omnidirectional microphone. You need a cough button. So I can go over here, and it's not nearly as bad. No, but it's not. That's what you get for 500 bucks. Good quality mic. <laughs> yeah, mine's definitely not Fucking... 500 bucks. Yeah. How long do we go? Eh, 48 minutes. Yeah, I think we've uh, covered everything. Flyers are going long. Win. When this game ended, I thought it was like 3 a.m. or something, but it was like 10 o'clock. I'm like, oh. That's how I felt. I thought it was a lot later than it was. <laughs> and, and I was really expecting like them to not, I'm just going to say, like I didn't think it was going to go well. Oh, hell no. I thought they would get blown out of the fucking water. Yeah, so I like made sure like I was out tonight. I'm like, well, I'm going to end this <laughs> night on a positive note no matter what. you know. And then I'm like, fuck, they won. Got to get back into a podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, Thursday, man. Ah, dude. uh, How do you think this Coots injury is going to affect them for Thursday? Let's say he doesn't play. Do you think it it, it inspires the guys at all? Or do you think that they're like, fuck, like, our guy's out? It's a weird... He plays a big role. But I don't think, given the current circumstances, losing him is a death sentence. It's not like he was, you know, off, all and out carrying the team. However, it's more or less filling his hole in the lineup, which is going to be the more difficult thing. Putting G back at center and then having him flanked by, what, Farabee and Konechny, Farabee and Voracek. Second, second line is Hayes, Voracek, and... Ooh. Did Voracek play with Hayes tonight? I actually don't know. It uh, based on the ice time, it looks like it. You know what I would love to see, and I know I know you're gonna fucking hate it. JVR, Giroux, TK, top line, or even uh, I don't yeah. think you could put Voracek and JVR on the same line. Oh, she's fucking sweet Christ! Now there would be <laughs> there would be zero completed passes, and every time they went on the ice. Uh, if Voracek can play like he did tonight with, with Kevin Hayes and, uh, I don't know, let's put Farabee there. That could be something. But then you'd have to, like, like Lawton's going to need support in that third line. 
Lawton. I don't even like know who the fuck's left at this point. I think we just named everybody that can score goals. I saw a lot of people say, well, Lindblom is coming back. And I'm like, uh, let I... me ask you an honest question. Do you actually want to see Lindblom, no. Oscar Lindblom play in these not, playoffs? Me neither. No. Yeah, me neither. Zero interest in watching him and going out there and getting stood up by Adam Pellick. No, me neither. Like, how sad would that be? Not interested. And he, I, I think it's good faith that he's going. The fact that they've been mum about the whole thing. Like, I think unless they make a legit cup run and it's like game six or seven, you know, by the time early October rolls around, they have more time. Like, even then would be questionable. I don't know why they're trying this. I don't know if it's more of a uh, good faith gesture than anything. I don't know if there's yeah. a legitimate chance that he makes it back in or not. But I can't imagine he's ready from a physical standpoint. No. There's just no I, way. Neither can I. I mean, even if even if you didn't go through, you know, It's only been like a month bad... and a half since he got cleared, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Like, you got to build your body back up. Like, you... I don't know what he went through, but if you're getting chemotherapy, you got to be pretty weak at some point. I think he looked good physically. Yeah. His body... He doesn't look that deteriorated or emaciated or anything. He still had, you know, muscle in his arms and his chest. So, I mean, it must still be fine, but I don't know. I, I can't yeah. imagine he's anywhere near 100% yet. Yeah, I mean, if he feels good enough to skate, I think he's just around. If it's game seven of the cup team. finals and there's a good chance the Flyers win and you want to put him in there so he can raise the cup and be on the ice with the team, more power to you. Yeah. Putting him out there in a more than likely losing effort against the Islanders of all teams in game six, eh, probably not the best idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want to see Matt Martin or Cal Clutterbuck. No, maybe. I don't want to see this poor guy die. He just yeah. survived death. Let's not kill him again, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I, I like. I felt wrong even laughing at that. Eh, but that's what I'm here. <laughs> Make horrible jokes. <laughs> guy escapes death, and you, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't want to see Limblom play, and it's not that I don't. You know, I want to see him out there. I want him to feel good. I mean, but it's, I, they're clearly not inspiring. Or drawing any inspiration from them because they keep playing like ass every night. Well, here's the thing. How many times can you go to that well? So that's what I'm thinking. I wonder if it's like he's been with the team for at least a yeah. week now. Where are you two, right? Like he's been up there for a while. Yeah. So like he, I don't think it's no, he's good. special anymore because the fuck he came out and skated during warm-ups for the first time in 267 days or whatever the number was yesterday yeah. and like they came out and they just played another game <laughs> there was no extra emotion there at all he went out and skated the day as well and yeah i don't know it seems like yeah I, I i guess it's if they actually if he actually suits up maybe they can go back to that well but as far as win it for lindblom i don't know if it holds uh too much water anymore yeah you know what that's right if he does play in a game i think it would make a difference for me like if I'm if I'm his teammate and I see him going, stupid ass. Hell yeah. Whereas if he's just out there for skates, it's just like gonna be forced to throw a goddamn check. So, yeah, God forbid, right? <sighs> right they threw so fifty three of them tonight. So, I'm baffled that there was fifty three hits. Dude, they came out flying. They looked like the Flyers. I was really happy with what I saw tonight, man. Unfortunate that they gave up the lead late. Gotta fix that. Uh, but I was really happy with what I saw. It yeah. was the Flyers again. From a playing perspective, I'm fine. I just want some goddamn high-quality scoring chances. <laughs> Fuck. That's my <laughs> biggest complaint. It's been my biggest complaint. They're just fucking putting them right in Varlamov's breadbasket. Right on an easy pad save. Like, make them work for it. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, the more 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 are coming. I, I feel confident, and I, that's how I wanted to feel after this game. I, if they I'm, were going to win, I'm trying not to be doom and gloom, but I'm also trying not to build myself up because yeah, no matter what yeah. I pick, I'm going to yeah. be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing the reverse jinx every every time I've bet. Uh, so me and Anthony Coppola of the, uh, I mean, you know, Anthony, uh, he bet the Islanders to win the series and I'm betting the Islanders to win every game. I forgot to bet the Islanders the last two games. Like we're doing a reverse jinx thing and me forgetting, uh, that's why the Islanders won tonight. I bet the Islanders. Sure. I lost a couple bucks, but the Flyers won. So I believe uh, on the brotherly pod. Thing. I had Islanders in six, so Oof. I mean, you'll uh, be right. But Islanders in that? six. Manny had uh, I was wrong. Nick had Islanders in five. You had Philly in seven. I had Islanders in six. Steve had Philly in seven. Manny had Philly in six. Anthony Islanders in seven. Which yeah, I actually need those two points because I picked Vancouver in the Vancouver Vegas series. I love that you picked them, man. I wanted to pick them, but I'm like, eh. That was the only series I actually went, like, I checked the betting odds. I checked the roster stats and the goalies, and I uh, went hardcore for that one and picked Vancouver. I believe they were actually favored when that series started to win, but. Get out. If they could get more from Brock Besser, they could actually win. Did Colorado beat Dallas yet? Are they eliminated? It's three to two Dallas. Man, that series, I wish that series could just go on forever. Me too. They're, They're too beating the shit out of each other. Colorado's yeah. beat up, dude. They're not going to make it to the Stanley Cup. No, they lost too many bodies. Jim I, and Anthony both had Dallas. I didn't know it was going to be like this, though. But I did look at the regular season numbers, and Dallas kind of dominated them. Like the Islanders As flyer. scary as Colorado is when a team comes in and just manhandles them, that's even scarier. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. The prediction at the beginning of the year, a lot of people said that this was Dallas's year. And I was kind of like, what? But, oh my uh, god, you know what? I saw a bet slip where the guy bet the Nationals to win the World Series. He bet uh who won football this year? The Chiefs. He bet he bet the Chiefs. Uh he bet the Dallas Stars to win hockey and and basketball. Who's who I don't even know who the fucking no top team is. <laughs> but he clue. bet I think he bet the Houston Rockets not for the basketball. Sixers. So this bet, I forget I think he could win like four hundred thousand dollars off this bet. And I was like, yeah, well, you picked the stars, so you might as well rip that up. But now I'm like, oh, my God, this fucking guy, what does he know? It's a good question. Even if the fucking... All he needs is the Rockets and the stars to win. He must be from from Texas or some shit, because why would you pick those teams? I don't know. No, I don't know. Dallas is a... So it's going to be what? Dallas and... Vancouver or Dallas and Vegas rather more than likely in the West. That would be a heavy series too. That would be a, a fun one. series. And the East would be uh, Islanders and Tampa, which Flyers Tampa. I, I kind of see Islanders Tampa far more actually as a series. <laughs> I think it'd be so much fun. The would be, defensive dude, beast versus the offensive beast. Yeah, it would be for sure. Flyers but Tampa. Think, God, Lord almighty. I don't want to see that. We would, I feel like we would see what we saw tonight. Like, cause the Flyers would be able to play more of their game. We talked about it all year, the two teams that I was afraid of, the Islanders and Tampa. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, the only two teams left are the Islanders and Tampa. Mm-hmm. Yo, at least we know what the fuck we're, we're watching, right? Okay, the only two teams we didn't want to play might be, might be in the Eastern Conference Finals. 
Yeah. Fuck's sake. It's just heads and tails of everybody else. Yep. Hmm. How far are we in? Uh, 59 minutes and 8 seconds. 59. All right, it, might it, another it is 104 a.m. <laughs> for what it's worth here. <laughs> ah, shit. Well. Yeah, that was a pretty good episode. That was a good one. I did. I lost a lot of fire there in the hour and a half delay, but. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah. Get your fucking pussy some other time. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday, maybe we can do another one. Yeah, maybe I'll do a post game Thursday, one. whatever the hell happens. Come whatever may, I guess. Positivity, baby. Flyers, and, uh, game seven. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> you can listen to the Shane show last night if you didn't yet. I guess it's two days ago now because it's Wednesday, technically. Did you guys do a Philly show? Talked some Flyers. We talked a bit of, bit of Phillies. I try and save Shane whenever possible and not force him to talk about the Phillies. Um, but did I did ask some Philly stuff about the, the trade deadline and other assorted nonsense. So check that out. Uh, the interview with Robbie Stanley will be up Thursday night, I believe. Uh, I think I think it's what I was scheduled for. And I'll be back tomorrow with Katie Bogan and Caitlin Reese, I believe are their names. I'm very bad with these names. I got put on the spot earlier today when I tried to tell their names before the end of the show and completely blanked on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah, they'll be back tomorrow, so that'll be we'll have a my I'll have more well composed thoughts then hopefully. After yeah, because it won't be one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it won't be one a.m. here, so we'll have plenty of time to to get that through. So. That's the schedule for the rest of the week here at Dan the Flyer Fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Heart Countdown underscore. Still relevant for a couple more days, so may as well follow that one while you're at it. And uh, Jim, what are you uh, working on over there? What am I working on? So Jack and Kyle, I think, recorded an episode tonight. So I guess I'm going to be editing it because they sent it to me. And Kyle, (laughs) this is what I get from Kyle here. Hang on. He goes, don't mind my drunk my drunk shit talking about you 10 to 15 minutes in. <laughs> Love you, buddy. I'm like, what the fuck? Why, why do you want to talk shit about me for? I wasn't even on the pod. Don't give him a heads so, up. That's his mistake. Yeah, like I'm going to be... For, uh, why do I have to edit it, by the way? Like, edit your own drunk mess. Anyway, so I'll be, I'll be, I guess, editing that. Maybe that'll be out sometime uh, today or whenever, Wednesday, whatever. Uh, what else do we have coming up? Uh, we're going to do an HW today, and we have a Bright Side episode coming out on Friday. So a lot of stuff to look forward to. Uh, you can find me at Jim Ike HW, by the way. There you go. That's find it. Him neck deep and pussy after the fucking Flyers win a game. Dude. Dude, it has to be, it's got to be a win-win scenario. So, like, <laughs> if, if the Flyers go down, I have a fallback option. See, I keep my dick in-house here, so I don't need this kind of <laughs> traveling nonsense. I don't usually, but I'm like, you know what? I, I, whatever. <laughs> Maybe my house has been bad luck, you know? Let's change up the juju. And I got to wear that stupid fucking fake jersey again because they won with it. Did you see that picture I put up? Yeah. <sighs> Dude, I I went deep into the closet tonight. I saw one of those uh, fake 2012 Winter Classics on eBay. It was like a hundred bucks. I'm like, uh, I don't want to drop hundred bucks on a bucks? fake jersey. Dude, they probably paid like forty for it. Yeah, but they're so fun. I've never owned one of those, but god damn it, they're cool. 
I, I love it, yeah. I uh, wore my Sam Moran jersey. 3-0 and in Sam Moran jerseys in the playoffs. You got to wear it again, so, right? Yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, I put that on Twitter, and I had 100 people tell me I got to keep it's it the elimination on. jersey. So, got to uh, gotta wear it again. Yeah, you get at least three more The times. spirit of Two Sam Moran will guide the Flyers. Even if he's not <laughs> on the ice, he's guiding them in their hearts. Summon his power. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll wrap this shit up. Until uh, about uh, 18 hours from now. <laughs> Until next time, goodbye and good night! Put your back!